Welcome everyone to the Celery Juice Talks podcast. We are your hosts, Vani and Elvi, and we're here to talk all things health and holistic healing. We're so happy and excited to have you here. And if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with someone you might think would benefit from it. And without further ado, let's jump right into this week's episode. Hi, if you're new here, I'm Vale. And I'm Elvi. And we want to welcome you to our podcast. And thank you so, so much for tuning in. And if you're already subscribed, welcome back. We're so excited to have all of you here for today's topic. And for those of you who haven't subscribed yet, come on, what are you doing? Make sure to do it now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So for today's episode, we've been listening in to what you guys want us to be talking about a little bit more. And we saw quite of a common theme when it comes to both anxiety and fear and I think this is such a big and important topic to go through and I guess there are no right or wrong answers but I think that when we do um, take away the stigma from this topic and start talking about it more and more we can definitely help each other out much better than feeling alone and isolated with it because I think most of us experience anxiety or some form of fear throughout our lifetimes, maybe more than once, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm super excited to get into today's topic. And let's just dive right into it. What is Mm -hmm. your like, relationship to these two topics? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I can definitely relate, like, in general, I feel like I know so many people that go through anxiety and experience it on a day-to-day basis or you know in certain times of their life when they're maybe more stressed or going through something and so I think this is definitely a topic that so super many people can relate to um and so yeah I really hope that we're able to kind of give you some helpful tips in order to work through it um but in terms of my personal experience I haven't I don't want to say that I've experienced like severe anxiety because I know people that have experienced it and I've definitely not gone through something. I can definitely say that at the beginning of my healing journey, obviously it was pretty tough at times. Um, And, you know, you do go through some very (laughs) intense phases. I obviously this depends from person to person, but uh, you know, with my skin, especially, obviously, I have like physical symptoms. And so that definitely took uh, a toll on me at times. Um, And it's just like tough sometimes yourself when you look in the mirror, and you can't really recognize yourself. Um, And so I really struggled with that. And at times, I also had some like, I don't know if I want to say like minor panic attacks, but like, yeah, just like, going through like situations where you know you like yeah I literally I can't even describe it like your body is just completely shutting down and you just just like you just want to scream basically that's that was my experience with it um and in terms of fear of course like in the day-to-day you know you experience certain times where you have like self-doubt and like uh fear personally I experience fear in terms of like the future and just like worrying I'm a big overthinker and so that definitely affects me a lot uh but I've definitely in the past couple years realized a few in order to make that like easier for myself uh and in order to work through it like in a healthy way I guess you could say Uh, And so, yeah, those kind of things we want to share with you today, obviously. But uh, yeah, what was what's your kind of experience with these two areas? Yeah, so I think that what you mentioned about like experiencing anxiety and maybe like you can't put yourself in the shoes or explain it as someone who have severe panic attacks or severe chronic anxiety. But I definitely think that each and every one of us have experienced maybe something in relation to what anxiety might be feeling like for you personally. And 
I definitely think that like anxiety isn't just either you have it or you don't. Mm-hmm. I think it can be like a scale from one to a million. And mm-hmm. some people have it more severe and some have it a little bit less. And that's just like with different symptoms. And in the end, this can also be considered a symptom that you can work through and that you can heal. Um, but back to your question, um, I've always been a very calm person and I'm super thankful and grateful for it. And mm-hmm. like, I remember when I would have these big um, swimming competitions because I used to be a swimmer and I would have like these European championships and I would never get nervous. I would never feel <laughs> anxious before or worry. I would just be like, it goes how it goes. It will work out. If I don't win, it doesn't matter. If I win, that's okay. Like, I don't really mind. Like, I've always been very, like, I've taken things very lightheartedly as much as I could um, from a very early age. And I guess that's, like, where also maybe parenting comes in, what they teach you. Like, it's not the end of the world if you don't get an A on your test. Or, you know, mm-hmm. so I think that's a big part of developing my early mentality and relationship to anxiety. But then as you get older and you start like having your own personal experiences and maybe you don't share them as much with your parents or friends. um, I think like with my chronic illness, that's where I started to become like not anxious, but I thought that I was a little bit fearful for what, the future would hold for me because I thought that I would never be able to live a full-ended life that I would never be able to like have a family because who would want to like live with someone who's chronically sick and can't do anything by herself will I ever be able to finish my school and get a job how am I gonna like make a living for myself so I think like that's more fear related um And then I think that I get some like feelings of anxiousness when I have a lot of stress, but I am very stress resistant. And I think like we can both give you listeners so many good tools for this because I've never like reflected upon what it is that I do to make me be a very calm and sane person, but I've self-reflected a lot. And especially for like this upcoming episode, I think that there are some things that we can all be doing to help our bodies and our mind relax so that we don't get into that very stressed state that can be a trigger for like anxiety and even depression and other fear. And in terms of fears, I also have like one fear and that's of the darkness like I'm super scared of the dark and that's so random because I'm such a like carefree person like nothing can hurt me everything is going to be fine but like when it comes to the dark I guess there's something like the unknown which is super scary to me interesting (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no but I mean you know it uh, anxiety and and I also want to touch on what you said earlier about the like zero to a million. I think that's super important to mention because just because there's people in this world that experience like anxiety on a scale of like a million or like, you know, very, very high and like very severe anxiety, that doesn't take away from the anxiety that another person might feel that is less extreme compared to that for the person experiencing it it's still anxiety and they're still going through that and just because somebody else is experiencing something worse doesn't mean that what they're experiencing isn't relevant you know and I think that is like so important to keep in mind because like everybody has their own experiences and like you can't like you should never compare your experience to somebody else's because nobody is you've gone through and like you know your it all accumulates over your lifetime and nobody has gone through the lifetime that you have gone through and so I think like for every person it's so individual and for that reason like you you just can't compare it you know and like everybody's experiences are valid you know so I think that's very important to mention as well 
A hundred percent. I definitely agree with you. And like Valentina said, like everyone has their own background story. And depending mm-hmm. on like so many different factors, that will determine how you might react to a certain events, which one person might not even like give a second thought about. And that's the amazing thing as well. I think overthinkers, I'm not an overthinker, but I know a lot of people who are. I think they're so amazing because they have like, I really think they have such creative minds because they can see everything from a lot of different perspectives. And I also get that a lot of times that might be hard and difficult, but that doesn't mean that if you're just, just in quotation marks, an overthinker, that doesn't mean that you don't get to say that you have anxious moments and Mm -hmm. You're only like, you can only relate to yourself in the end, but you can learn from people who have lived before you and who have experienced things similar to you. And like, that's where one of the tools, which we're going to get into for sure, are like (laughs) reading books Mm because all answers to all of your problems, they've been solved by like thousands of people already and they're Mm -hmm. in the book. So just like get to reading. And that's also an amazing way to like, get into a different mind space of not being in your own head and being like reading Mm -hmm. something um but what would you say in terms of like when you feel most anxious or a little bit fearful what have your like top three things been that have helped you yeah that's a really good question um i think my top number one has been just breathing and just like it's the most simple thing and it might sound kind of stupid to people but like just focusing on your breath and really like truly taking deep breaths and like feeling your stomach expand and then uh contract and also uh one of the like um breathing tools that I love to use is breathing like counting your breath and one of the things that we learned at IAN is like the one where you think of like a square and basically you breathe in for a count of four like you count to four and you breathe in and then you hold your breath for another exhale for a count of four and then you hold it for a count of four and then you repeat it and that has helped me so much because especially obviously when you're when I'm going through like an anxious moment uh, or experiencing some fear there's a lot of thoughts rushing through my mind and so to be able to calm down my mind and kind of focus on something else other than all the thoughts is so helpful to me and it just everything I feel like in is your heart rate like there's so many benefits for it and so that has been like my number one tool I would say um and then another one would be journaling uh I definitely haven't been as consistent as I'd like to be with this but I do realize that when I do do it that I feel much lighter and much better because I feel like I'm actually getting my pen to paper kind of thing like I just am able to transfer what's going on in my mind, like onto like a physical, like thing. (laughs) And that just like helps me, you know, uh, work through my thoughts and like become more clear about what's actually stressing me out, what's making me anxious or what's causing me to like have that fear. Um, So that's like my second one, I would say. One, um, I guess just like going on a walk, like that is just so therapeutic to me. And I mean, I have the luxury of living by the ocean. And so I'm super grateful for that. And just going down there and like listening to the sound of the waves and listening to like the, the wind and the trees and the birds, like now that it's becoming more like springtime, a lot more birds have been that just it fulfills me so much and it just it calms me down and it it always helps me to get a different perspective and especially if like for example I've been working on my computer all day and then I get stressed out or like anxious then just going for a walk really helps me to reset and just be able to like get into a different kind of mindset and headspace um yeah 
that's I think that's th those are like my top three that have really helped me. Um, but yeah, do you want to share what what your three have been? Yeah, I mean, mine are also, of course, very similar to you. And I would say like, especially for me, one of the most beneficial points would be spending time out in nature. Um, that's like one of the things that really grounds me and like tells me your thoughts are not your reality and, you know, really grounds my thoughts and lets me be in the now. Mm -hmm. And like two of my favorite things when it comes to like being out in nature, except for walks, because you already covered that one, <laughs> is just um, stargazing like at night and just because it really grounds me in my perspective of like how small my problems really are. <laughs> like I'm so little in this big whole universe and like there is so much more going on than maybe my own thoughts and it really like helps me calm down at a crazy level and also watching sunsets is really one of the best things that I know because I feel like when the sun sets so does like all of the things that have been hard throughout the day I can leave my like thoughts and anxieties with the sun and it can bring it down into mm -hmm. a whole new day and when the sun comes up the next day then I get a clean slate and I can like start fresh that's beautiful yeah and the third one in terms of like nature is um, sitting by the ocean and just listening to the waves come and go and that's also very similar to like the sunsets of having the thought that when the waves wash away you leave your bad thoughts and negative energy with the waves and then new waves come and like wash and take all of that away and give mm -hmm. you more space to have those more positive thoughts mm -hmm. um, and then another thing that really I've noticed so much is through the food I'm eating I really feel like when I nurture myself both like on a hydrational level through eating raw fruits and vegetables but also through eating like more grounding foods you know cooked or steamed vegetables and like winter squashes, maybe a soup, I really feel a huge shift in my like um, fear and anxiety or if I've had a really stressful day because I feel like I'm really present in the moment when I focus on all of the amazing healing properties that the foods have. And um, so like when I do sit down and eat, I really try to not have any distractions. Um, or like if I do have a conversation with my boyfriend, for example, or around like my family, we try to keep it like positive because um, then I really feel like I get my mind on something else, which is super nice. And a third one would be yoga because um, mm -hmm. it really gives me like the opportunity to move my body in a very slow and gentle way, but still as much to a point where I need to like think of where I place my feet and how I'm like using my breath to support my body through the different poses. Mm -hmm. So that really connects back to like what you said about the breath work, because you really have to come back to, you know, your inhale and exhale and listening with it, which I think is so amazing. And that's something everyone has access to. Mm -hmm. We all are breathing so many breaths every day. And if you can just like stop even just right now, pause this episode and take three deep breaths, you can mm -hmm. notice how it shifts your mood and energy. Yeah, I think that's really well said. And I think even, I mean, obviously we <laughs> are lucky enough to live close to the ocean. And uh, with the breath, I feel like even if you don't have... Uh, for example, also a point where you're able to see the sunset and the sunrise. The breath even is so powerful, like you said, like with the waves that like coming in and going out and releasing what you don't need anymore and taking in the positive. You can do the same thing with your breath, you know, like when you're breathing in, you breathe in all the positive things, all the love, all the strength, anything that you need in that moment. And then when you exhale, you're able to release all the negative things 
that doesn't serve you anymore. And it has the exact same effect. And I mean, like you said, we have access to our breath 24 seven, like we're constantly breathing. And if you're able to be aware of breath, that can have such a powerful shift in your entire life, pretty much, because your breath is just so incredibly powerful. And it, it truly amazes me. And it's such a powerful tool. And I mean, yeah. Yeah, like you know I don't know exactly the statistics but I mean we take so many breaths every single day and if you're just able to become more aware of it and like pay more conscious attention you're breathing breaths instead of short rapid breaths can be have such a massive impact on like the way that you're experiencing a situation that's causing you a bit of anxiety or or stress then that can be such a powerful tool to just calm you down and make you more grounded and more in tune with yourself so I think that's that's like yeah just like (laughs) it really blows my mind how powerful it is yeah and it's something like we people on earth today take for granted like Mm -hmm. it feels like people we're making excuses to like not even take the time to breathe anymore and we're constantly breathing up in our chest because we're so Mm -hmm. stressed and like instead of breathing deep grounding breaths to our bellies we're breathing up here all the time and what I try to do is like I really try to do that four 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 the square um, breathing exercise or other breathing exercises when I'm like about to go to sleep because I really feel like it winds my thoughts down because one of the worst things can be like going to bed with a lot of thoughts or anxious thoughts in your head Mm -hmm. Um, and that usually calms me down so much so that I fall asleep and then I also like to start my day and like I think that's such a good way to like a good routine to keep because you end your day on a very good and calming note and you start your day so you're prepared for like all different things can happen but you can face them with a much more calm state of mind Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I think that's a good transition to talking a little bit about mindset um I think mindset plays a massive role I guess especially in terms of like your fear because if you are like we're obviously thousands of thoughts every single day and like we always say your 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 body and your mind doesn't know the difference between your thoughts and your actual reality and there's a statistic I don't I, again I'm so sorry I'm not very good with my statistics today but there, it says something along the lines of like uh I don't know 80 90 percent or something of our thoughts are actually negative thoughts or no are actually the same thoughts Something Mm -hmm. like that. It's like 80 plus percent. Exactly. Are the same thoughts. And so if those thought patterns are negative, like if if 80 plus percent of your thoughts are the same and they tend to be negative, then that will obviously have a massive impact on the way that you experience your current reality. And so I think that trying to become more aware of your thoughts and your mindset can be so useful like just shifting your perspective because in the end everything comes down to perspective like any situation you know you can go into it thinking from like a negative point of view or you can go into it thinking from a positive point of view which will obviously make a massive difference in the way that you perceive the situation um and so what I want to like emphasize is uh the fact that you should work towards a mindset of like having of like like love comes towards you and like the things that you are trying to achieve will come into your life rather than thinking in a mindset of like limited thoughts and thinking constantly thinking like um I don't know I can't achieve this I'm not I'm not good enough for that and like you know having those sort of thoughts it can really impact your your yeah your everyday literally um that uh is just is such a powerful tool and just practicing it 
the more that you practice it, the more it'll become a habit and then it'll just become your norm and you don't even have to think about doing it. But you just, at the beginning, of course, you have to pay more attention to it and like consciously make that shift from a negative like thought pattern to a positive one. Definitely. I really agree with what you say. And like, especially when it comes to like all these thoughts that we think every single day, a lot of people are, you know, they're happy with how it is and they don't want to realize that my thoughts are the problem and I can control my thoughts. Like you are the master of your mind and you can change every single thought and every single perspective around everything that's happening through changing yourself internally because mm-hmm. you can't change what's going to happen with, like throughout your day that are external factors, but you can change what's happening on the in- inside, how you're reacting to it and how you perceive it and like how you will remember it. And if you want to, you know, remember things with a positive mindset and like look back at it, like even though things don't go as planned, you can see it as a, um, as an educational experience, which you've learned a lot from, or you can just see it as, oh, it was such a shitty day. I'm so happy. It's a new one now, yeah. you know, but then did you actually learn from it? And like, did mm-hmm. you evolve as a person from mm-hmm. that experience? And I really believe like life will throw the same things at you until you learn from it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't change your mindset around things, then you might be stuck in that same old toxic pattern for a very long time. And a lot of people can be complaining about where they're at in life. But the only person who can change that for you is yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do like you take these active choices towards creating a new life for yourself through implementing you know a mindset of abundance like you said more positivity and more like thankfulness then how are you going to teach yourself what is really like working out for you and what you're what's what's making your you happy Mm -hmm. and that's really hard in the beginning because you might not be able to tell like what does this really make me feel because you're stuck in that old pattern behavior But when you like journal and you reflect upon your day that's been and maybe do a thankfulness exercise, those are like all tools that can help you shift your mindset around different events or things that have happened throughout the day. And like Valentina said, like it's a constant work in progress. You can't just shift it like from one day to the next. Of Mm -hmm. course, you can be like, I'm really going to try to be super positive today and I think that could even be a challenge like if you find yourself as being a little bit more of like a negative person really actively try to be like today I'm going to walk out into the world and look at everything from a positive perspective like even if you feel like some things you really can't have a positive outcome to you just like need to find a reason and then you will find it easier and easier and easier as each day goes by. So that's really well said from you. Like consistency is key to everything. And that's the same here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have like the grass is greener on the other side. And I think it's so interesting. Like uh, I always see this quote that says the greener is on the grass is greener on the other side, but it's actually like the grass is greener where you water it. And I think that's so true. Like where your attention goes and or no, where your Yeah. What is it? Flows. Where your flows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where your attention goes, energy flows. And I think that's so, so true. Like if you put an emphasis on a certain part of your life and like, yeah, water it and like nurture it and like work on it then that is going to grow that is going to flourish and I think that's like it's such a good way of viewing it because like yeah you can always like romanticize a different situation always think like oh when I've reached this then I'll be happy or when I've done that then I'll be fulfilled it's like no but you have to find that in the present moment you have to find that in the now 
that is where the true like happiness and joy and fulfilled like where your life will truly be fulfilled if you find that in the present moment because you you can always say like oh then 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 <laughs> but still have worked on yourself and all those situations and you're never gonna feel happy and fulfilled everybody always says that yeah exactly and like I think that's a very common theme that like it's mentioned in a lot of these uh, self-help or self-development books and some movies that your mind is really just like a big garden and it's up to you to take care of it if you want it to look nice and be organized and have all of these amazing, beautiful flowers and a nice scent and like the sun to be able to reach through all the way to the ground, you have to take care of it. And you have to notice like, what is poisoning my mind? What am I doing that can become better? And one really good book, um, no, I mean movie is The Shack. And if you haven't seen it, it's just so amazing. It's about this guy who um, his youngest child disappears and he becomes severely depressed. And he like he's stuck in this severely depressed state of mind. But then he realizes that the only thing I can do now, if I want to continue living my life and like live it, in a happy state of mind and enjoy all of the beauty th beautiful things that it has, then I really need to change my mindset around this. Mm -hmm. And that's such a beautiful representation of like the mind as being a garden and you are the gardener. So if you haven't seen The Shack, then that's a really good recommendation because it will like really help you with a perspective point of view about what we're already talking about. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's amazing. I, I don't know that one. I have to check it out. But do you have any other mindset tips that you would like to share or do you want? Um, yeah, I mean, another, I guess, tip for like a, an, an actionable tip that you can implement would be to uh, ask yourself in situations where you like worry and like have overthinking instead of thinking about like the things that you're scared of like going wrong or uh you know whatever it is that you're you're fearful fearful of just ask yourself like what if things do work out and what if like you just you're able to achieve whatever you're you're fearful of and just try to adapt that sort of mindset could because that way you empower yourself and I feel like you can kind of build up your confidence because you're thinking about the best possible outcome um, instead of thinking of the worst possible outcome and I feel like in that way you're really able to uh, like yeah just give yourself strength and uh, just feel more empowered and um trying to look for different words that I haven't said yet <laughs> feel like I'm just repeating the same words but yeah just like feeling more empowered and confident in yourself uh, and I feel like that is like a massive uh just mindset shift that can really be super helpful and super useful mm -hmm. I definitely agree and like spinning off on that when you are feeling very anxious and like some of my clients they struggle with anxiety I mean I think a lot of people do throughout their lifetimes and one thing which I tell them to refer to is the fact that like if you are at the crossroads and you're really scared of like taking the path that you in reality really want to go down but that's you know a path of discomfort as well because that's not your usual path then a lot of people tend to go on the comfortable path, but then nothing is going to change. So when you do take this discomfort road, you need to do that in order to change. And when I ask them, like, is this moment going to matter in a hundred years? So if they're like, if they are super anxious about having a big presentation, 
And maybe it doesn't go as planned. Is it going to matter in a hundred years? No. And a lot of people have, you know, social anxiety, for example, and anxious around some events that maybe otherwise aren't very anxious. And I think it's super important to like ground yourself and look at it from a realistic point of view, because in our minds, we can imagine anything. And like Valentina has said a lot of times, we can't change, like we can't tell the difference between what's actually going on on the outside or from the inside in our minds. So that's a really good way to be like, is this going to matter in a hundred years? No, it's probably not. Is it even going to matter in like 10 days after? No, it's probably not. And maybe one way that it will matter is that you actually took the step to uh, overcome your fears and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a massive thing. Yeah. No, that's really well said. I think that's a really mindset tip. Um, I think another thing would be positive affirmations. Um, I've talked about this before in one of our previous episodes, but um, my sister always told me to like uh, tell myself in the mirror that I love myself, especially in the, in the, uh, in the phases of my, my healing journey when I had like really severe breakouts because myself and she always told me to look into the mirror and just truly like tell myself that I love myself and that I appreciate myself and everything that my body's doing for myself for me uh and yeah just feeling grateful for even just being alive and you know like functioning even if I'm going through a rough patch and I think as much as like I didn't (laughs) feel like I think it definitely was helpful still because the more that you tell yourself something the more that you start to believe it and so it's kind of like fake it till you make it in a way but like you know if it works it works you know Uh, and so whatever you're struggling with I feel like in the morning or even in the evening whenever you have the time just stand in in front of the mirror and tell yourself something and that'll really boost your confidence and it'll make you feel stronger and invincible (laughs) after a period of time and I think it's it can be really really powerful because like yeah you can have positive thoughts but I think actually like voicing it actually like saying it out loud makes like the biggest difference on top of having positive thoughts saying it you know I feel like or even just also writing it down in a journal like if you don't necessarily want to stand in front of the mirror you can also just journal and rewrite positive affirmations I don't know five to ten times and just like rewrite it like one after the other and I think that also can have a massive impact yeah I love those tips I really think that's so powerful and at the end of the day like you're your biggest motivator you're your best friend and you're like all of these most amazing people you're supposed to be that to yourself as well and before you give anyone else you have to give yourself yeah so if you give your best friend a compliment make sure to give yourself one as well Mm, I love that Um, yeah and I think like the one with positive affirmations I think gratitude is also such an important one for handling fear and anxiety because when you like come from a place of gratitude then you're so thankful for what you have and you shift your focus from what maybe you don't have or maybe I won't have this if this happens you know taking yourself away from those thought patterns into a place of gratitude through maybe journaling three things you're grateful for at the start or the end of the day. I think that's also such a powerful tool because we can't forget about all of the things we already have to be thankful for and Mm -hmm. like be grateful for what you are, for the person that you are. And I like, I truly believe that everything that happens to you as a person happens for a reason and because you are strong enough to face it and that you're going to come out of it even stronger. 
So showing gratitude along the way, I think will really like enhance that experience so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think there's always things that you can feel grateful for, like even at the worst, if you're experiencing like a really low day and you're really not feeling good, you can still always, you know, feel grateful that you woke up that morning, you know, feel mm. grateful for even just being alive. Like the simplest are often are most often forgotten. And so I think bringing awareness to that and just feeling the appreciation for those little things or like the people around you, the food on your plate, like all those things. A lot of people don't have that. It's, you know, it's not, uh, it's not, um, how do you say? Uh, <laughs> it's not like com a commonality. Yeah, like it's, uh, in German you say, nicht selbstverständlich. It's not, um... oh my God. How I don't I... understand that word. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, any German speakers out there will know what I mean. Yeah, comment like, down below. <laughs> exactly. But many people don't have the, you know, a roof over your head. People a house where they can sleep or, or uh, yeah, just having food, like all those little things, just like the most basic, like, um, human needs, exactly. Yeah are things that you should be grateful for every single day because there's people out there that don't have access to those things. Um, and so that can really help shift focus on all the positive and the good things in your life. And hopefully that'll be able to give you some strength in the, in the, more, uh, in the more challenging parts that you might be going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think like you made me think about when you were talking how we in like the Western world where especially like we're very career driven, Stockholm is like one of the cities in the world with most single people, like mm -hmm. not in a relationship because we're so career driven, but we're also like one of the countries in the world with most depression and anxiety and I think there is a strong correlation between mm -hmm. those two because when you are constantly you know working towards getting more money and you don't even know why you're doing it it's just how the society is built up then you lose your sense of like purpose in society and you don't get to have these valuable moments of like connecting deeply with your friends and your partner and that like you never get the chance to relax from the day-to-day -day stress that you're already experiencing and I think that stress is such a huge trigger for both anxiety and fear and I think like this whole mind-body um, relationship is so mm -hmm. important to acknowledge as well that it's so crucial to Take the time every day to work on yourself and like self-care, self-love, like the affirmation so that you give your body and your mind the right circumstances to like heal from anxiety and fear and to like start setting a good ground or a good base to actually continue to becoming more free from your own thoughts or the bad ones at least. Yeah, that's super interesting. I with uh you said about, that like knowing your why that that can have such a big impact on like how your every like your day-to-day -day life goes because you you're doing it you feel like you have a purpose like you're doing it for a reason and like you said if you're just like mindlessly kind of working or maybe you're never gonna truly feel fulfilled and truly feel happy as well and I think in like it kind of connects to the saying of like you can't uh give like anything basically from an empty cup like you have to fill up your cup first before giving to others and that links to like you know self-care and those things like you have to prioritize yourself first before you can try to help and you you really 
you need to focus on yourself and put yourself as a priority uh, first. And I think that's really important, especially in today's society. (laughs) Especially in today's society. Very well said. Yeah. Um, But so back to like, maybe we should also go over a little bit of like the root causes of anxiety and fear. Because I think that that's also like not knowing why can be very anxiety and fear creating um, when you're feeling like I'm not even an anxious person at heart. Why am I experiencing this? And I think that it's really important to acknowledge that there can be much deeper rooted issues to why Mm -hmm. you're experiencing what you are experiencing and why, how is it that like I um, experience one event in this way while someone just brushes it off their shoulder and doesn't think twice about it. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, that can be like based on your childhood and different events that happen um, when you're young and you might not even remember some of those uh, traumatic experiences. So that can be one of the reasons why you can't really seem to get to the bottom of it. And that's where like, um, um, what do you say? Psychologist is really helpful. Um, yeah, therapy. That's, that's a good tool. Therapy. Yeah, going to therapy. Yeah. Um, And also from medical medium perspective, he really talks a lot about toxic heavy metals and how, you know, we get them from pesticides on our food to eating fish that have been accumulating mercury, um, which is very much present in like bigger fish like tuna, uh, but also like those heavy metals in relationship to viral um, loads and pathogens in our body when they react to one another, they create something that's called a neurotoxin. And that can really mess with our like electrical impulses that send up to our brain. And we can be very much living in a fight or flight state of mind because our body is experiencing so much internal stress that we don't even know about. So when an event happens that for some people who don't maybe have the same heavy metal load or viral load in their body they might not react to it at all whilst you might feel very susceptible to that event and like you feel like it's taking so much on you um so that's really important to acknowledge that like we're all so different and that doesn't mean that there is something wrong with you because you're experiencing it in a different way yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. And I think medical medium also talks a lot about how you can use uh, a certain plant-based foods in order to relieve some of that anxiety. I don't know like super many right now, but I'm pretty sure sweet potatoes are very good. Um, I think papaya as well and bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that again, but I'm pretty sure that those three yeah. things. Do you have any yeah. other Yeah, and like celery juice is amazing because it's like a complete electrolyte. So it really helps you to strengthen your electrical impulses. Mm -hmm. And also like mangoes, figs and dates are Mm. an amazing brain food. Mm-hmm. yeah and I read in the uh in the chapter of like or in the book life-changing foods the fig one he says that you're supposed to when you eat figs you're always supposed to eat nine at a time and you're visualize a fig tree while you're eating it I thought that was so interesting <laughs> I love that I love that yeah but uh, I think that pretty much sums up today's episode. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I think we covered a lot of it. I just want to like say, I think like speaking from both of us, that just as any other symptom that we've talked about in prior episodes, anxiety and fear, there is no exception. You can heal from it and you don't have to live like this forever. Mm -hmm. And I know that when you're in like that most anxious state of mind, it might feel impossible. Like you want to give up and you want to, you feel like this will never get better, but it will just like a panic attack always passes, even though you feel like it never will. So can this. And if you make these conscious, like life choices and changes, 
and eating nurturing food that doesn't trigger you or like caffeine I know is a trigger for anxiety for example notice what is fueling your body and mind so you can start to connect like the mind body relationship and know that you can heal Mm-hmm. and I think it's also important to like reach out to family or friends or if you don't feel like you can do that there is such a huge online commun- community mm-hmm. and also again make sure to read lots of good books because <laughs> there are so many good answers in there yeah it's true and in general reading is very relaxing and calming so that'll <laughs> alone yes. whatever you're reading about it'll help you <laughs> But uh, yeah, we really hope that you were able to get some episode and we were able to inspire you to try to think more positively. Uh, it's definitely something that you have to work on every single day. And for sure, it's not always going to get easy. Like over time, of course, it's going to get easier. But there is also going to be days that are going to be harder and that's completely fine. And you don't try not to be try uh try not to be hard on yourself because that'll just even more and make you even more anxious and it'll just set you back and so if you are experiencing a, a more challenging day just try to be easy on yourself and ask yourself what you truly need in that moment and then just give that to yourself and give it to you yourself with from a place of love and then I'm sure it'll pass by very quickly um but also DMs are always open if you do feel like you need somebody to chat with um feel free to reach out anytime uh, and we'll try to get back to you as soon as possible of course and we'll try to support you yeah we love to hear from you <laughs> always all right so really really hope you enjoyed this episode and if you want us to cover any other topic like valentina said you can reach out to us um, on celery juice talks on instagram And we would also love and appreciate if you want to leave a little review because that will, you know, not only help other people discover us, but it will also be very interesting for us to see what you thought so far. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's it for today. Yeah, it is. And you can always also Uh, and we try to post on there regularly and give you a little bit of like a sneak peek before episodes and obviously also always ask for your feedback uh so if you are interested in that feel free to follow us there and also of course on our personal um instagram accounts and we also both have tiktok (laughs) so (laughs) the the names for those are going to be in the description uh, so you can always check those out and yeah week and we hope that uh yeah you enjoy your week and yeah you're good (laughs) enjoy all right bye everyone bye bye bye